0: Well, now that our throats are cleared, <laughs> I have a parade of techniques, okay. and I really like this one. One of our people received this letter digitally uh, after their offer was not accepted. Okay. Dear Agent Name, thank you so much for your offer on address, which was presented to us on 4 22 After careful consideration of all offers received, the seller has decided to choose another offer that better fits their needs in terms of net, timing, and conditions on the contract. As we received multiple offers, I have put a comparison of offers received in the table below. I also included those verbal offers from agents who didn't get time to submit their offer. I know some agents find this handy for their clients to see, especially when working with first time home buyers. I know it's never easy to break this news to buyers, but please know how much I appreciate your hard work and dedication to your clients in this tough market. I hope that we can work another deal together in the near future. I hope that you find something soon. Best of luck to you and your clients. And then all the offers are listed and all the ingredients of each offer are put into the comparison just like we do with our offer Well, you're doing workshop. that anyway.
1: A listing agent is used as making that chart anyway. Yep. So what we're talking about is sharing it, yes. which is very interesting, isn't it? Yes. Hmm, that would help a buyer say, "Okay, I should have listened to you. You yes. were right."
0: <laughs> yes, it would. But the language in the letter is yeah. friendly, kind. Yeah, it's cooperative, it's kind. Cooperative, uh-huh. it's kind. I really like it.
1: That's a neat, neat parade of techniques. I've got a neat parade of techniques too. Okay, raise your hand if you prospect. (laughs) Do you ever call people that do not answer their phone? Raise your hand if you know for sure that when you dial them, they are holding their phone but choosing not to answer. Right? Aren't they? They they are holding the phone. They see your call. That is the way it
0: works. It's not a phone to them. It's a text receiving, video looking at thing. Okay. Well, anyway, here's what one of our brilliant students has started
1: doing. He calls it the double tap. Ooh. So here's what he does. If they don't answer, he hangs up. He immediately calls them back. Hmm. A double tap. So he had he dialed thirty two people that he knows. Oh, I think maybe. He didn't know them all. Five did not answer on his first call. All five answered the second time he (laughs) called them. And one of them booked an appointment with him. And before he hung up the phone, comma, appointment scheduled, comma, here's what she said I'm so glad I answered this call. I tried to reject it the first time. Wow. Ah! Isn't that a great, great story? Mm. I love that. Parade techniques, I'm doing it.
0: Sure. They don't
1: answer, I'm calling twice, man. How about you? I'm in.
0: All right. Double tap.
1: Got a nasty experts, my love.
0: Yes. I am in a monumental funk. Oh, monumental funk. The people in my book of business are sick of hearing from me. <laughs> All I feel like doing is going to the beach. <laughs> What do I do to get out of this funk? That was the Ask the Experts question. All right. Great advice. First person, are you reciting the pledge every day, three times a day? Are you slapping the desk every time you say each day and do it affirmatively? No. Well, there's your problem. (laughs)
1: All right. Hold on a second. If you are a podcast listener and you have no idea what the pledge even is, you got to get on the bandwagon, man. Join the Wickman family. Send me an email. I'll send you the pledge. Mary at FloydWickman.com.
0: All right. Please continue. Yeah. Take the pressure off was the next thing. You know, someone else had just gotten back from a cruise and they had totally disconnected for a full week.
1: Wow. Like, Completely really? disconnected. That's
0: good. In And the first quarter of the year for them had not been all that good. Okay. In fact, it was like every other person I ran into was difficult. Okay. Challenging. Oh, a, spe- a, a niche. <laughs> I've developed a yes. niche of difficult consumers, yes. But when I went on the cruise and totally disconnected, it recharged me. And when I disconnected, I reconnected with what I love about real estate.
1: Aww. As
0: soon as he got back, good things started happening. Aww. Good people came his way, happy, productive. Sometimes you need to disconnect and then reconnect with the joy of doing real estate. Okay, change the narrative in your head.
1: Mm. That's you what know, pledge if you pledge That's what a cruise does. The
0: people in my book of business are sick of hearing from me. Guess what? You're creating that reality.
1: Well, it could be that you're talking to them too frequently, asking for something too frequently. It also could be just a truth. Floyd says three times a year you ask. If you talk to them more than three times a year, you are not asking. Because otherwise, you're right, they are. Expand your book of business. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, it's not my turn to give advice.
0: Are you going to the gym <laughs> every day? Yes. Okay. Do you have your LFTs in place, scheduled? Well, two of them got canceled Oh, that week. Now, what does that do when your LFTs get interrupted or canceled? You got to reset new ones. That's right. Because then you have nothing to look forward to. That's right. Yeah. And forcing it doesn't work. I like this one. Give yourself permission to go to the beach until you feel like going back to work. Yikes. And then there's Floyd's advice. Whenever he did a talk, he said, who's new? Raise your hand. Okay, come on up here. And he'd pick one person out and give him a book. And he'd write in the book, Stay new. Mm -hmm. Remember that attitude you had the first day you got licensed? I'm game, boss. Tell me what to do. I'll do anything. That's right. (laughs) Get, Get reconnected to that feeling, that excitement about the business. And guess what? Your monumental funk will start to fade.
1: I love it. You can also go get a job. You know, if you got a job, then you'd go, oh, this sucks. <laughs> I have to be there at what time? Wait a minute. You're going to make me show up? Oh, oh and here's wait. When you I want to break now. Break.
0: Here's when you go to lunch. <laughs> here's how long you have to stay here. Here's what? when you can take vacations. Here's how much you can earn.
1: Here's what you have to wear. No. Yeah.
0: yeah just go get a job. That do you have an SCX? I do. I do. I do. I do.
1: We have a student who is experiencing some difficulties with home inspections Lately, like every deal, home inspections. Now, they've been waived except for major structural or safety mechanical. So in some cases, some of these properties were $100,000 over list price. And now the buyer's having the inspection just to make sure there's no major structural or major mechanical or safety issues. And then the buyer's saying, well, now you have to fix this stuff. And the seller's saying, well, wait, we had no inspections. And the buyer's saying, well, if you want me to buy it, you're going to fix this stuff. So uh, the advice was um, fix a few things and hope the rest go away. Uh, if they won't go away, then make sure the seller knows the next buyer is going to probably ask for the same things, especially because now we know about them. Um, another piece of advice was negotiate both sides. But the the biggest piece of advice that was echoed around the table was, you gotta prepare your sellers in advance. When you list the property, when you accept the offer for things to go wrong, for there to be inspection issues, for them to allocate some money, set some money aside, you're getting 100,000 more than you thought, guess what? You can afford to fix some stuff that's major. And if it's gonna keep this buyer together, Let's just plan on setting some of that money aside. Put it right in the net sheet. Nobody else sees the net sheet except you and the seller anyway. So prepare them for the worst. Thank you, Floyd Wickman. Um, and here's the other thing. Okay, that was how long ago? A week, two weeks ago? In this case, the, you know, it took three weeks. They're still negotiating out this inspection thing. Well, maybe the price has gone up since then because we are in a market where prices are going up pretty rapidly, especially at that price point in, in that particular area. So maybe you put it back on the market. Anyway.
0: What are, what are we hearing that builders are doing when a oh, buyer yeah. makes a demand? They say, well, see ya, I'll take my house back, put it on the market and sell it for more. Right. But it, now, if it's a structural thing that happens during the inspection, they're gonna have to fix it anyway. Yeah, I think
1: what happens is the inspector gets over there to see if there's any safety, structural or mechanical, and then they discover things that are not. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know that the request from the buyer is actually structural. I think it might be stuff that is discovered in the looking for the structural.
0: You know, I I would do a little research into what the different states define as is, as. What does as is mean? In your neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Because as is means as is. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Any questions? (laughs) Come on.
1: Well, and if you had multiple offers, and this is the offer that won, you know, I've heard over and over of our students saying, who's my backup? I'm going to inform my first backup and my second backup so that when this kind of stuff happens, you know, are we, are we surprised? There's all this pressure to be the best offer. And then once you get it, you go... Maybe we paid too much. Maybe we should be asking for something. I mean, that's human nature. So prepare your seller for
0: the worst. Okay, here comes the commercial. What are we doing June 14th?
1: Woo! Virtual Master Sales Academy. Don't
0: miss it because it's going to be a whopper.
1: Yeah, go to uh, floydwickman.com. Find out more. Come and join us.